0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J, pun, the H&J Daily. There it is. Uh, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, we were uh, speaking to the man that was given a, a watch by... Alan St Maxman oh yes yeah second time he's done that yes Steve the Newcastle fan talked us through that he was quite shocked and stunned um, Dan Kelly joined us he's written a show about uh, coming third in the North Korea Marathon which he does do yeah he's, he's, not, not, just he's made not made up, up. The, the narrative uh, you got in touch on various things yeah. uh, as you always do very and, nice. And oh, we had some calls, interesting calls. You've yeah, dined with was, the stars. Well, well, lovely, wasn't it? And uh, Steve McMahon joined us. He's bought a restaurant. Oh, what a legend, Steve yeah. McMahon. That's right. Liverpool and so, Evan. Villa. Yeah, fantastic. England. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Uh, do you want a cricket tea update? I know last yeah. Thursday we did a big phone in on the cricket the listeners tea. Helped you how well. I was going to spend the forty-five pounds. Forty-five pounds for twenty-five, 20, 25 people, people, which I did look up online afterwards, and yeah. that is about the going rate. Okay. So I don't know what this suggestion was. You turn up with a kettle or an urn and buy. 25, Twenty-five pot, pot noodles. noodles, some <laughs> vegetarian, just noodles, and other ones with a bit of meat in. Which yeah. wasn't a bad idea, Paul, was it? was, was it, it a thing bad idea when it's eighty degrees, it's tea time, <laughs> hot water, hot noodles, a lot of everyone. MSGs coming anyway, your mouth out. Yep. The update was um for some reason I was a bit miserable Saturday night, which is you know we're not always great for for uh, Mrs Baker to deal with. Nothing to do with talking United like, nil nil with Oldham Athletic, no. and then I went and I didn't really couldn't really shift it, couldn't really shift the thought. Yeah. You know, and then my wife on Sunday morning was, I said, what's wrong with you? Do you-? Yeah, you playing cricket later? It's a nice day. What's the, what's the problem? I, was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. I can't can't shift it. It was the anyway. responsibility of a cricket team. It, it was Paul. That's yeah. what it was. The cricket cricket got cancelled. It was weighing heavy on your mind more got, than the tea would have got done. Got cancelled. Well, for and quid. I then I had a spring in my step, She said, "What's happening with you, All right?" Yeah. I said, it's, it's oh. Even so, I preferred not making the cricket tea to actually playing cricket. That's so maybe, maybe it's not for me, Paul. Yeah, a lot of the listeners did ask. Uh, so he never yeah. had to do it, but didn't I know, you do know. it. Your chance will come along next time, it, isn't it? Prolonging the anger, then. But well, you know, uh, it's the, all, the best of all worlds, isn't it? Because I've shown willing and yeah. then not had to do it. Oh no, you can't. You got. To, you can't just <laughs> dip out the roster and then come back. I've done it, I've, d- I've said I'd do you it and I, mean? I didn't have to do it. No, that's not how life works. <laughs> come on, he's still got to do it. I don't have to do it, boys and girls. Isn't it, boys and girls? Come on, yes. <laughs> I, I, I did the roller. I went and did the roller. Not the rolls I know. I live in a nice bit of the country, but it wasn't yeah. a roller. The roller on the. I went and Heavy roller. He rolled the pitch yesterday. Does that can, No, No, same. Any mug can do oh. that. Not anybody can turn out a team. I have got out of the cricket team. got out of it. Couple of thing, talking of which, a couple of things to get you going on. Yes. Um, we've got Carabao Cup action for you this evening Lovely. on uh, Talksport. And uh, one of the games that will be played this evening features our old mates at Grimsby Town, oh, which yeah. we talk a fair bit of Grimsby because of Lloyd Griffith, friend yeah. of the show. Who? And exactly, yeah. whatever happened to him. But um, they're in action tonight. And uh, to entice the fans uh, down to the ground, they've laid on something special. Um, We've got Crew Alex fans coming, Crew Alexander fans coming oh, yeah. to Blundell Park. Tomorrow we welcome Crew Alex fans to Blundell Park as we kick off our Carabao Cup campaign, say Grimsby Town FC. McMenemies are hosting a fish and chip special ahead of kick-off. So, mm. dining style prior to kick-off. Now, the, the, the fish and chips at Cleethorpe are legendary. Well, of they are. I wonder if McMenemies is one of the good ones. Yeah so fish and chips special so if you're a crew fan get there early if you're a grimsby fan and it just struck me it, it's only fitting that grimsby town should try and entice fans mm. to the stadium for the game with fish and chips the only thing i would think is if you were going to grimsby you, and you went oh i hadn't thought of that actually <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i was gonna have a kebab has this got some of the finest Fi- fish and chips in the country fish and what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what There's like cupboard- what Cut the potato up, you say, and and deep fry it. And what? Just the fish? Just normal bit of fish? Is it? And what works well with it? (laughs) Salt and vinegar. Okay, fair enough. I can't see it's not what. Oh, what a good idea! Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Exactly. uh, How did your club try and entice you into the ground? That does happen sometimes. They try and. They try and entice you into the ground, um, but it's normally not that enticing. Talksport.com, maybe you're in charge of that. Maybe down at your club, in the, maybe it's a non-league club, and you said, well, we've got to encourage people to come. How are we going to do it? Yeah. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ. Yeah, that's a lovely idea. Uh, you've probably seen the video already today. It wasn't bad enough for Manchester United. When the players lined up in the tunnel mm. under the control of their skipper, Harry Maguire, before the Brighton game, David De Gea pointed out that he was fairly certain that Manchester United players were standing on the wrong side of the tunnel. (laughs) So when you're Harry Maguire, you want to have your game face on. You don't want to have to make eye contact with Leandro Trosso or anybody else you're going to come up against. He had to say... Oh, can we all, Would you mind shifting can over? You just, here? You shift over a bit. Could you just shift over, please, lads? So all the Brighton players sort of shuffled to the other side, and he had to shuffle the other way. Why is there a right and wrong side? I don't is know. It, is it, do you have to go out the size you're warming up? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I mean, but look, maybe someone can tell us w- why it's written in stone like that. Also, it's a good way to wind the opposition up. If you told the Brighton players, they have got to go and stand somewhere, stand yeah. in their space," yeah, will stand Roy there. Keane would have done I've that at Wimbledon, 80s Wimbledon, yeah. like every single just, time. Well, they would have gone a, a line across the tunnel to stop the other team coming out. Is it's good for Harry Maguire that the the rest of the match went so well. That yeah. It didn't actually affect them in the end did no, it. It's, so No, it's you know. true. it wasn't it wasn't a precursor. We be chat about that. There's maybe another worrying uh, sign ahead of the uh Brentford game this weekend. But uh, we're interested now about the day this does feel a bit Charlie's choice of a Thursday. But the day you stood in the wrong place. <laughs> lovely. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's fairly open-ended. I mean you could have been <laughs> you could have been queuing for something you didn't want, didn't need. It could be yeah. just standing in the wrong line. It could be anything yeah, but. You're the day, in the wrong queue, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's yeah, all that's that. lovely. The yeah. day it's it's open ended. The day you stood in the wrong place, how your club enticed you into the stadium. We will have a West Country Corner. I wanted to preview the game between uh, Mousel and Biddeford today, the Devon Cornwall clash. But Barnstable, is it oh, sorry, no, no, Barnstable. Not, it's no, it's Barnstable. It's yeah, not Biddeford I mean, they're close, but they, they are, are close, close in proximity. Yeah. It's Barnstable. It's the replay, FA Cup replay. The Hawksby and
1: Jacobs Daily Podcast. Go local,
3: down in like a you stay too long.
2: Charlie's gonna yeah, sing along to going all. Go them local. Higher than right. you think, Paul. It is higher oh, yeah. I've done it at karaoke before and woof. Catches you out, Paul. Really? Oh. Is it
3: the warm summer night? Really? Oh,
2: it's so too, too... So, if, that's, if there's one thing you too take too away much, from Paul. today's show, <laughs> Loco, going Loco down in Paul is not a song to do take Do not on. attempt it, Paul. No. Do Any not up? think, oh, that's a nice one, I know that one. Any others? Oh, there's a few. Yeah. Aha, take on me. Yeah. It? it starts low, Paul, doesn't it? Obviously, you can't take my eyes off of you. That's the classic one, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, you know, what you do in your own time is up to you. Yeah, indeed. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, it's Paul Hawksby and uh, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sports. And uh, yeah, you tell us about the days you stood in the wrong place. Whilst at university at Manchester, my then girlfriend and I decided to go to the Music Soul Child gig. Oh, yeah. With great excitement, I got the tickets and waited for the date. We got to the venue, stood in the queue, got to the front where security pointed out that the Music Soul Child gig was the day before. Oh. Not just the wrong place, but the wrong time as Long well. Go. What were they in the queue for? What have they stayed around for they that? Were. Cricket tea at Cleethorpe's um, is v- apparently is very good. Okay. Fish and chips are banging in McMenemys. Oh, that's yeah, At Grimsby sure. Town. Just very quickly before we speak to our next guest. McMenemys, they, they they kind of talk you through what they can do in the McMenemys function room at Grimsby Town. And, uh, for example, a little bit of spiel on what they do for anniversaries. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Celebrate your anniversary at McMenemys. Be it paperwood, pearl, silver, sapphire, or even gold, McMenemys is here for you. So oh, a nice little generic... Sales pitch. but when it goes to children's parties, okay. they kind of do a bit. Listen to this. <laughs> children's parties. We've all been there. they say, all right. Uh, your child's party at home, 30 young children splashing their cordial all over the carpet and asking for the toilet. It sounded like a great idea in the planning stage. <laughs> right? So here we continue. Chicken nuggets, ice cream. Orange squash, oh, and on to, then onto the bouncy castle, mixing these ingredients together is reason enough to book McMenemy's function suite for the ideal children's Christmas birthday party. I mean, it makes it sound like let them be sick on our carpet, yeah. <laughs> <your host. laughs> let them throw up in McMenemy's. It's, it's your classic advertising, though, isn't
4: it? You yeah, know, they've made, they've well created done. a problem
2: you didn't know you had, Paul.
0: That's then, right, you know,
2: they, and then they've gone. We'll fix it. I mean, what do they recommend you eat? Fish and chips, by any chance? I think, well, maybe. Listen, I, I see Lloyd uh, has just been tweeting. I think he's uh, he's going to get himself. He's off to the game now. Maybe listening right. this afternoon. Good afternoon, Lloyd. Enjoy the match tonight, and enjoy the fish and chips in McManus. We are looking for the ways that your club tried to entice you to the stadium for a match let us know whether it was fish and chips or anything else uh, Tom Cook's been in, in touch on that watching Bristol Rovers away at Wickham years ago yeah. the fans were given a free Scooby-Doo ice cream mm. outside the away turnstiles <laughs> that oh, oh, no, nice get you in wouldn't it yeah, well, that would I, that definitely would a, get you in free so keep Scooby-Doo. those coming um, dot talksport.com text 81089 Tweet to TSHNJ. Uh, one of the Edinburgh shows is called How I Came Third in the North Korean Marathon. And it's not one of those show titles that someone had to make up in February and couldn't think of any, <laughs> anything else. Now I'll just write the show. That's actually what it's about. And Dan Kelly, the man that not only wrote the show, but came third in the North Korean Marathon, joins us now. Hi, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Paul. Hey, Charlie. How are you doing? Yeah, very we're well. good.
5: Well, I mean... Thanks for thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. No it's a,
2: it, look, it's a very intriguing title. Um... So talk us through it. How did you uh, finish third in the uh, North Korean marathon?
5: Um, Yeah, well, yeah, it is a good uh, good job I did because a lot of people do come and their first thing before they come in is they say, this better be bloody true, mate. (laughs) I'm not having some some sort of fast story. Um, So, yeah, so, but I mean, basically about 10 years ago, they opened up uh, North Korea. This is opened up um, an international amateur marathon I think to just drive a bit more tourism there mm-hmm. and yeah so they get about a thousand entrants every year they range from like sort of your kind of good level amateurs to sort of people who just want to walk around a bit taking photos so <laughs> that doesn't sound
2: like a good idea in North Korea <laughs> <laughs>
5: and, and you know what you, usually not but obviously on on a, on a kind of marked running course mm. with sort of security everywhere yes. absolutely you're free to do so so actually it's quite a good way of of doing that for once yeah. so um, you
2: did i mean we see these things that michael palin did and others and, and it's all heavily controlled and you're chaperoned everywhere and seeing what you're told to see but you found yeah. it. you know it was a, a big because it was secure you had a bit more freedom maybe than most
5: which do you know what it's kind of it's almost one of the easiest places that you could travel because everything's done for you hmm. almost it's you know bus to the race start and all around the course and then back and tour here tour there and I think we we looked at it a little bit, and I think it was one of the few ways that you can actually walk the streets of the capital. And obviously, the North Koreans are kind of lining the course, and, you, and you're free to go up and sort of chat. Um, not sure how much conversation you would get out of them, but they're not in free. theory. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. They're not necessarily yeah. free to talk, but um, yeah. So it's one. Of, it was one of the few ways we thought actually this this seems like you know we can be a bit freer than if we just sort of you know carted around on a tour bus, gawping at it kind of thing.
2: Was this your first marathon? I'm assuming you've done marathons before, you didn't just think I oh, was I'm going to kick off my marathon journey in North Korea.
5: Yeah, do, do you know what we actually did kick off the marathon journey in North Korea? Oh, wow. Yeah. It was it was a bit of a um, we sort of uh, we were into running this is me me and sort of um four mates who did it and we, we were into running already and we just thought like why not? Let's let's go for it. Let's kind of um, so we signed up and we 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 trained quite a bit for it and cover that in the show a bit. So yeah, so we went to North Korea and and that was the, the debut so to speak. So uh, yeah,
2: fantastic. And uh, what was the course like? I mean, was it was it a pretty challenging one or?
5: Was it like- um, why you iron it up, Paul? I'm <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. that, mate. Yes. Well, if I'm going to
2: run a marathon, I know I know my way around London. I don't my, my went. Yeah, it's, interesting.
5: It's, it's, it's PB Central, mate. You um, yeah, <laughs> sign up. Uh, no, so actually, it's, it's, um, it was straight through the, the city centre. You go through. Um, I mean, you guys would have seen the square where they mm. do all the military parades mm-hmm. and all that. You, you, you run right through that. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool in that sense. You kind, you really sort of, you got a view of it all. So yeah.
2: And does it still exist? I mean are you was this a, a one a one time only thing? Are you forever bronze medalist in the North Korean marathon?
5: I, I hope I'm forever bronze medalist. Yeah. Um I mean I think we did it in 2018. They ran the race in 2019 again and then COVID obviously hit. It's due for the the next edition uh, is 2023. So um yeah, but it is it is it was an annual thing up to up till COVID. Um oh. but yeah.
2: So if it was your first marathon, you must have been quite surprised to have have got bronze. I mean, that's I mean, any come third in anything's pretty good. But you know, in a whole, yeah. was it because you were particularly good, or was it not a great field? Kim Jong Un was first and second, <laughs> I think, wasn't he?
5: You've 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 honed in on the section about two <laughs> thirds of the way through uh, the show. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> how there? Well, the he has the got is, a golf is...
2: handicap of thirty two, hasn't <laughs> he? Yeah. <laughs>
5: But yeah, there there was a sense about three quarters of the way through of how we're we getting away with this. Mm. Come on, um, but yeah, it was a. It, it, they get a, a decent field. We'd actually looked at previous mm. year's results and we thought, right, they get they get a very good standard of amateur. So we we trained to a level of like, right, if they get the usual sort of cross section of a runner that they do, we're we're in with a shot here. So, but yeah, but I think the year after we did it, I'd have finished about tenth. So. Um, yeah here's to 2018
2: yeah and if people wanted to do it what'd you do just google north korean marathon i feel like this will get you put on
5: some sort of list mm. no just just yeah go down to thompson's Tui, whoever <laughs> they'll, yeah. get, they'll get you right on it yeah that's um, really easy <laughs> the um no they uh, there's a there's a company we went through called young pioneer tours they they run the tours every year there's another one called choreo tours and yeah they're very sort of um Legit tours. I mean, it, it. I think everyone approaches it with a bit of of a like, "Oh, is this is this illegal?" kind of thing. But it's 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 very much mm-hmm. legal. Uh, so yeah. So so those two companies um, are who we went through, and um, yeah, would recommend them.
2: Are you a bit of a marathon tourist now? Do you, do do far flung marathons around the world?
5: uh A little bit. Yeah. um I did that. I did that thing, that classic thing where you finish the first, what well, you finish that one, and it was like never again. And then a week later everyone's saying right where next you know oh. marrakesh snowdonia this kind of thing so um yeah i've done uh, i've done seven now i think wow. since then so um yeah it was a start of a bit of a journey for me personally
2: good stuff and so where's your show and what time and how can people buy tickets etc mm.
5: uh so we're on at 16 to- this is going flyering mode isn't it now yeah great stuff That's <laughs> what you need to do sell that show <laughs> (laughs) You're right. So we're on 10 past four every day, uh, just a tonic, down at the caves, you know, in Edinburgh. Uh, Yeah. So I I think that's the sell, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff.
2: Good stuff. Well, lovely to talk to you, Dan. We wish you well with the show. Uh, You too. Cheers, Charlie. Cheers, Paul. Nice one. Thanks very much. Go and see him in How I Came Third in the North Korean Marathon up in Edinburgh. Yeah, be having a good time. you done a marathon, Charlie? I've done a half marathon. Yeah, I I couldn't. I I realised when I did the half marathon. I mean, I, I was about think... I was sort of fifty when I did it, and I, I, the old I thought I don't think I've got a marathon in me. Yeah, you know, um, Rob Baker, the mm. summer version of me, my brother, he's fifty, yeah. he's done a marathon. Summer version of me, <laughs> yeah. he's done a marathon, and uh, he, I honestly was worried for him at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> he was so white yeah I know I mean <laughs> I've watched plenty out. of people who I thought yeah. ultra fit got a few mates who are fast as well Paul Tonkinson does it sub three hours he's been in a couple of times running yeah. life yeah. Um, we're asking today you've seen the footage of Harry Maguire standing in the wrong place with the Man United players that it's pointed out by David De they need to be on the other side before the Brighton game So uh, the day you stood in the wrong place, this is not necessarily standing in the wrong place, though Scott tells us once excitedly left work to get into a taxi to the pub, jumped in the back, sat there for a few seconds, it wasn't a taxi. <laughs> he took it well, thankfully, he said. "Thank everybody's happens, done that. that, that everyone's really? done nearly that, yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Ed Green, <laughs> I was born in Barnstable. That isn't the show-off bit. That isn't just the text. Oh, okay. Although in Barnstable, that's the sort of thing they would text. I was born in Barnstable! <laughs> and then that would be it. Anyway, but I digress. I was driving into Mexico with my buddy, got lost <clears> at the <clears throat> first roundabout, ended up back in the queue for the USA. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> which you can't escape. Such a short trip was viewed dimly by customs. <laughs> That's
0: <great>. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> You taking don't want the, it across wrong, the border. The worst sort
2: of wrong term. <laughs> Mexico into the USA when you've been there for about two minutes. <laughs> oh, no. What could they possibly a suspect? Big old check <laughs> checking the yeah. boot.
0: Imagine you know, that Unbelievable. snap
2: of a rubber glove <laughs> being put on just in earshot. It's worrying, isn't it? Um, Craig in Glasgow says, I missed the start of the show. I hope I didn't miss the feedback on Charlie's cricket mm, team. Yeah, you did. Well, nothing really yeah. to report, Craig. Uh, the game was the cancelled, was there wasn't one, and now he's trying to worm out. Not worm out, Trying of to worm it I've shown out. Shown willing, Paul. Did a little bit of heavy roller and <laughs> thinks that was enough <laughs> and laying on a tee for 45 people. <laughs> 25 yeah. people, 45. Home guys. team always stands on the right simple, says Matt. Well, I suppose, yeah. Is that true? That is that true? On on them, yeah. Do you know what? It's the sort of thing I should have really noticed yeah. and haven't. I feel for Harry Maguire in that, really. You know, he's a good player, Paul. At least he's, you know, in Manchester United's current situation he's there he's there week in week out you can't just blame him for everything that's not that's not what necessarily Manchester United fans want to hear though is it no (laughs) not. anyway um, we're going to talk a bit of Everton later on lovely they've done some business today Couple of sites. well one yesterday and one today Connor Cody has gone to the club Um, but uh, coming up next we're going to be chatting to the second recipient as far as we know because we don't know if he just wanders around Newcastle giving out jewellery maybe the uh, Alan St Maximin Great Watch giveaway uh, number two is this, a, is this a sponsored bit of content? Or no, this lovely. it's, not, it's, it's just lovely. Him. It's, it's a really nice touch from lovely. from, from a, a, a footballer, I think. Anyway, Steve Dutton, the latest recipient, big Newcastle fan, he's going to join us to tell us about that and, of course, talk about the fine start of the season for his club.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Good afternoon, Paul Hawkesby and Charlie Baker here on Talks. As we said, sad news overnight. Two uh, music greats we have mm. lost, of course. Olivia Newton John, fantastic uh, singer, star of Greece. Yeah. and uh, Paul. Have you ever seen yeah, Xanadu? I've seen Xanadu, da- Xanadu yeah. dances with Jean, Ke- Jean Kelly. Jean Kelly, yeah. Yeah, an awful and lot yeah. of, sort of solo stuff she had before. And yeah. a, a Eurovision Song Contest entrant, which a lot of people didn't realise. Yeah. And uh, Lamont Dozier sadly died at age 81. Uh, one of the great songwriters, and we've yeah, contributed to him throughout the he, afternoon. Motown was in The Brill Building was he in the? All those those people who were with the Carole. Ke- wasn't the carol King? Yeah, Carole King yes, and yes, uh, yeah. Neil Diamond, and yeah. turning yeah. over songs day in, day out, yeah. checking in. Amazing, amazing. Anyway, I, I don't think that was them, but yes, were they were in that building. I'm not quite sure. Can maybe have maybe a they were. we're maybe going to have, have, have a look. Have a look. Alan St Maximum is a is a very generous man. Uh, ever so uh, occasionally, he kind of looks at his watch collection and thinks, do you know what, I think I'm going to give that away to a deserving Newcastle yeah. fan, part of the Newcastle family. It's the second time he's done it, as far as we know. He, he may he may wander around the streets doing it all the time, but as far as we know, it's the second time he's done it. He gave out a nice watch to our next guest, Steve Dutton, Newcastle United fan. Hi, Steve.
6: Hey, Steve. I certainly am.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you looked. You look. I mean, I've, I think people probably would have seen the pictures. You're all there sort of queuing for autographs, getting pictures. Um,
6: and he just comes over with a box and, and offers you the watch, doesn't he? He did. He did indeed. Um, big shock. Um, we stand, me and my son Daniel, stand in the same place <clears throat> at the start and end of every game. we season ticket holders. We're standing in the same part of the ground. We have a French flag with Alan St. Maximum's number on and his name and he always waves at us coming in and out of the ground, um, and he always does like a scan of the stadiums, and he always puts his thumb up and gives us a wave. Um, and my son was quite lucky to um, get his player-worn shirt um, at the end of the Liverpool game last season uh, but and have uh, pictures taken with uh, Alan, but I wasn't allowed to go down. So we actually got that signed by Alan St. Maximum on Friday when we, my son went to the training ground, um, and we got there for five to six in the morning Eddie Howe come in at half past six, asked what we were doing, explained the situation. He took the shirt. Alan St. Maximum come in at 20 past nine. The shirt was signed and back in our hands by 10 to 10. Wow. And then Saturday after the match, we went to stand at the same place as we always do, waiting for photos and signatures, um, gets out of his car. It's very rare that the stop now coming in out of the ground, gets out of his car, walked over, opened the box and just said, this is for you. And my jaw just hit the floor. My son initially grabbed the box office <laughs> um, and all I could, the only words I could say was thank you and shake his hand. Mm. I was absolutely in shock because things like that just don't happen to me. And I've been following Alan St. Maximum since he's come to the club. Um, you know, when every other um, fan, you know, were um, saying sell him, sell him. We were like, you know, he's having a bit of a bad time. You know, there's been a big change, but the forget. That saint maximum was really important to the club, you know, and kept them up, etc. You know, and fans actually forgot that, uh, but we didn't.
2: Yeah, he's, he's one of those players, isn't he? I, I can imagine you can mm. just see what you love about him. He, he's sort of a, one of those timeless players, you know. that He, he could have been in any era of, of football. And he, and he gets players, he gets fans off the bums off their seats, yeah. doesn't he? And you he, does love you know watching him. like that, haven't
6: they? Really, he's really, exciting yeah. to watch when yeah. he gets the ball. And you just don't know what he's going to do. And when you've got three or four other players on him, and he gets past him and gets it in the box, he mm. how is that even achievable? Yeah. You know, he is he is a special player. Yeah, I mean, sometimes he doesn't know what he's going to do. So, what <laughs> yeah. chance he got as a, as a defender? This
2: is the thing. So, um, so what is it's a it's a G-Shock? Is this right? I mean, I've heard some people say it's it a is, Rolex, yeah. it's a G-Shock. What is it?
6: Yeah, I've no idea where the Rolex uh, part comes from, to be <laughs> honest. But it is a G-Shock watch, mm-hmm. and it's in a gold casing um, covered in diamonds yeah. um, with a gold quick release clasp at the bottom. Um, I have absolutely no idea. Um, the price of how much it's worth um, I've had people literally trolling us on the internet saying I wasn't very appreciative etc um, No you were shocked. Sure I a- could see that I, look, I mean yeah, you were yeah, uh, yeah. like, just surprised someone comes up to you and does yeah, something was, like yeah. that and you're like oh, it's oh, not, is this it's for real every yeah. day. It's not every day you get a world class footballer come over mm. and just hand you a watch yeah. Yeah. People you know, are great you're on, absolute- having a pop at
2: you yeah. Steve yeah. uh, people will troll you for absolutely anything so oh, I wouldn't worry about that
6: no, I'm not. I am not at all. <laughs> so um, are you wearing it, Steve? Is it, is, is, is it... I'm not. I work for the ambulance service. Right. Um, I wore it on the day when he gave it. I put it on my wrist mm. um, and I haven't put it back on. I've got it securely locked away in a safe. Um, <laughs> I need to get it valued because I need to get it insured. Um, people have offered us money for it. It's just not for sale ever. Um, and to be honest, he could have gave us a £10 watch and I would have mm. still been over the moon. It's more... It's more the sentiment that yeah. he gave me, that watch. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know on why he selected me. Um, but, you know, I'm absolutely, you know, I am touched. It's, you know, like I say these things don't happen to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm absolutely over the moon. Good, good, start,
2: good start, wasn't it, Steve? Good start over the weekend and signed sensibly, sent players sensibly, haven't they? And, and, and what are you hoping for this season?
6: They've they've done really well. They've changed. It's it's like watching. Well, technically, it is a whole new team with the players that they've brought in. Um, I'm I'm sort of hoping for top six this season, but I'll be happy with the top ten if you take where we were halfway through the season last season. And for Eddie Howe to do the job he's done with the players, he's had bear in mind most of the new ones, etc. You know, um, the likes of Trippier was out injured, etc. Uh, Wilson as well. You know, to get at one point ninth. I think sixth place is is achievable, and going to be hard work. But I'll be happy with the top ten. It's all it's all about putting them foundations in first and building up. But you know, you know, I'm pretty sure we will get there.
2: Yeah, they are building slowly. We're talking about this on Monday. You know, they have the money to go out potentially and go and hoover up some big names, but they're, they're going about it at the moment from a recruitment point in quite a quite steady yeah, way. Steady I way, think- aren't they?
6: I think it's. I think they've been very wise in not going for the big names, um, you know, and they're going for the likes of Botten and They're looking for more the character and the players that are hungry for it, rather than you know your big, your big name players who are basically just looking for like a payday type of thing. Mm. Um, and they've been really sensible with who they're signing and how much they're paying, rather than every club putting on what we are calling the uh, so-called Newcastle tax. Mm. So, you know, just massively inflating the price. Um, And, you know, it's a bit silly for the players because they need to look at the bigger picture. You know, yes, you know, we we are in the position we were in, we are where we are now, but they're not looking at where we're going and and where we can go. And I think that's very short sighted of the players.
2: Well, enjoy your watch, Steve. Lovely to talk to you. What's the time? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wearing it. (laughs) I hope it works. Keep (laughs) tapping. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Steve. All the best. No problem. Take care. though. there we are, Steve Dutton. here, the Newcastle fan. Gifted. A G- you're wearing. I a didn't G- know it was a G Shock. You're in a G Shock today. I've got a G Shock today big, because because big I've big mustard coloured G Shock yellow. You're talking about yellow. Um, I uh, we mm, moved that's a bit more walls to know. me. and all, all the stuff went into storage or into to the garage. Yeah, I just you know the stuff. I didn't know what it was. Anyway, I was clearing out the garage yesterday. I found my G Shock. Isn't it Paul? It's a bigger, and I got little hands, so it makes my hands look even smaller. Um, and uh, well, around your neck, it's the massive. Thing about it, flavour. Do you know what the problem is with it? I don't know how to turn, change the time on it. I don't know how any of it works. Can't read the stopwatch on it. The instructions will be online. To be honest, if Alan the Maximum had this watch, I'd give it away as well. Because <laughs> he can't work it. Maybe can't that's what well it was. Maybe he was asking I him to change the time on it. He could have said, Steve, would you mind... Oh, oh thanks thank very much, you- Alan. <laughs> Just change the... Could you get it off a stopwatch for me? Oh, thanks very much. It's on lap time. It keeps doing lap times. I can't ask for it back now. I can he offer Steve? He 50 metres. It goes down, down 50 metres. I hope he doesn't call. <laughs> he doesn't call him. He's there next week and he's, he goes up and he's just taking it off Steve's ribs. <laughs> I only wanted you to change the time, Steve. Just. Get it off a stopwatch. No, I, don't, no, I can't not, do it, no, I'm we'll going to ask that. you to have a look. Um, so keep telling us about the day you got in the wrong line, wrong queue, or indeed stood in the wrong place. That was the point of it, the Harry Maguire clip today. Um, Quick one of these. Uh, going to watch Swansea, Birmingham in the FA Cup. We got to the local pub where we were meeting to get our transport. We got on the bus, sat down, then realised that the bus pulled off. We were on the wrong bus. We are actually on a stag-do bus going to the Cheltenham race course. <laughs> Um, we only realised this as we were handed a hat of, with the head of the stag cut out on it. <laughs> Great day, though, and the Swans won the game, oh, so yeah. they just oh, went lovely. to the stag. Yeah,
1: exactly. Carry on. Very nice. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: The that will you. Good afternoon. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport in the second hour of today's show. We're going to talk a bit of Football nutrition, An interesting piece in the Sun Hill section today with yeah, uh, our guest talking about how players prepare, how they uh, eat after steak games steak and chips, Paul it steak and chips, steak, steak and chips used to be steak and chips, pint of milk, pint of <laughs> milk, steak and chips, pint of milk at half time, um, at half time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, it's all changed. Obviously, it has been changing for many years, and the nutritionists uh, have been working very carefully with lots and lots of players and clubs. There's one or two surprises in there, things you can eat, um, but you may want to get yourself into sort of pro nick for the start of this yeah, season. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be chatting uh, a little bit later on to an expert in the field. Um, also, um, what else we got for you? Yeah, Darren Lewis from the Mirror joins us to look at some of the big transfer stories of the day. And uh, you're telling us this afternoon about the ways your club trying to entice you into the stadium. Yeah. Grimsby tonight's fish and chips in McMenamins for the Carabao Cup. Yeah. And there, there'll be another chip shop in Grimsby, Paul. That everyone goes. That's not the, pe- but it the best. McMenamins is part of the group. Grim- it's not a chip shop. That's not the best it, bit. It's the lounge, one of the lounges. Oh, they're wow. just laying on a fish and chips. I bet it's a good one. You won't get a bad one, will you? Who knows? I wouldn't think. I think you'd struggle in that part you of don't the world. Know. So and the ways your club tried to entice you in, did you see it was a free funny face lolly at Wickham? Uh, scooby doo lolly. scooby doo lolly. And and they okay. would have got away with it if it wasn't for <laughs> they those would have got away if it wasn't for the fact <laughs> that it Rovers. twenty quid a ticket to get in. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Paul. Yeah. Um and I'm I'm gonna put you to the sword with it. Okay. Yeah I, need, yeah. I want an answer from you. Okay. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if the listeners want to get involved in this as well. Yeah. And give us a call, perhaps, to tell us which side of the stall they come down. I think it's a Spurs question. Okay. For Spurs people, hmm. but but other people might want to get involved. Yeah. So Harry Kane, Paul. Oh yeah, Harry Kane, Harry Kane. Yeah, England yeah. captain, Harry Kane, England Spurs yeah, captain. Y- yeah, 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 Harry Kane, not Spurs captain. Uh, Is he not Spurs captain? Go, Lloris, okay, yeah. but oh, okay. Well, it sort of changes it a little bit. But Harry Kane, Paul. Hmm. Th- picture him. Yeah, I can can picture him, Okay, picture him. So he's lifting a trophy. I want you to picture him lifting a trophy. Yeah, yeah. It's quite hard, that. You only get the (laughs) choice for him to lift one trophy this season. Oh, yeah. He's lifting the World Cup. Yeah. Or he's lifting the Premier League, Paul. Which one do you want him to be lifting? Not even a conundrum. Not even a conundrum. Not even a conundrum. Not... You ask anybody... Club versus country. Yeah. I mean, how long? I mean, look, I'd love to see England win a World Cup. Yeah, but if Tottenham win the Premier League, you'd prefer that. Oh yeah, oh, you'd I'd prefer that over England absolute, winning the World Cup. Absolutely. I mean, I want England to win the World yeah. Cup. Why I'm don't me. you want England to win the World Cup? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're a traitor. <laughs> why, why do you hate England so much? Leave Paul? the country. Burn your blue passport. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> uh, I do want England to win the World Cup, but uh, in the, I mean, I think Jason uh, talked about this. Have you got any stick for it or not? But I think club always comes first, and it's slightly. I mean, if you're a City fan I don't know you yeah. might, you've won it that many times you might think you could get maybe a bit or Chelsea could get mm. a bit more relaxed about this and think oh we've won the league I'd like to win a World Cup for me I've, n- I've never won it in my lifetime I wasn't born when they won the league Yeah. so yeah. Um, as Arsenal fans like remind us we won the league in black and white and I'd quite like to see it in colour <laughs> well, I'm not saying we will but no. sorry Charlie they're not even no, not, even a, not, not even, even a close call I didn't even have to think about wow, I as mean, much as wow, I would love England to win a World Cup already text coming in Premier League all day yeah. Harry Kane to lift the Premier League trophy <laughs> all day long we always try I mean so, yeah, how would you yeah. feel Charlie do you want do you want Torquay yeah. to, to, to go, get, into, get the, into the league Torquay win winning England. the championship yeah, or England yeah. winning the World Cup what yeah, are you yeah. going to go with Oh, well, last summer we nearly had both Paul Okay. We nearly had both, and neither came off no. in the final I think, on penalties. I could right imagine how disappointing that summer was, but yeah, I suppose maybe I'd the fans can tell us. But if yes. it came down to your team, if you've been starved of, of relative success over the years, if it came down to success for your club, a tangible success—I don't mean you know fluking your way to the Carabao Cup. Um, with respect, most anybody can do that with luck on a fair draw. Yeah. I mean, actually, going a season and winning a trophy. So, uh, do let us know. It wasn't even know. a question, was it? It wasn't even a question. It wasn't even a question I could be Paul. wrong. It could be. As yeah, I said, I may might be, take it. I may be. It, it, so you're, going for, you're going for some selfish selfish success, you're I'm going, going yeah. for, rather than the whole. Right. Of all the talk sport listeners, think that you've been doing the show 20 years, Paul. Yeah. To great success, great love from all the all the listeners say who listen to <laughs> But yeah. oh, listen to you you're yeah. depriving a large majority of those yeah. of, of the joy of lifting don't care lift- <laughs> don't, don't care Charlie now the other big story this week and we alluded to it when we spoke to Danny Kelly yesterday Danny's going to be joining us every Monday yeah he was fantastic on yeah. the Premier League season yeah that's right So we say
5: Newcastle like people
2: who've won the pools but tick the no, yeah, no, no publicity box <laughs> well, that, that was lovely We were saying to Steve just now he, said, well, he wants it back Steve don't answer the door <laughs> he wants the watch back it's Alan St Maximum hide all I don't answer the door. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, the big story, of course, was the fact that uh, the, the Beeb have dropped giving you the classified results. Something we always do here yeah. on talks. What Adrian always gives you full reading of the classified result. It's basics. It's basics, isn't it? It is. Uh, but they've decided not to do it. Um, but something Andy and I used to do over the years, which I've never done with you, so it might be a bit of fun now, is the James Alexander Gordon game. James Alexander Gordon, yeah. of course, was a man for many years who read the classified results. Towards the, towards the end of his report. career, I worked with him. Oh, did I you really? He turned up at Radio Bark Show when I oh, used fantastic. to do a little bit there. And uh, he would Quite turn character, up. character, and he he? And he'd read out kids' results also. He'd do anything. Brilliant. <laughs> he, he, lovely bloke, yeah, lovely bloke. So um, the thing was, he had a style, of, probably the most pronounced style of anybody who read football results, because he knew most people at that stage were filling in their Paul's Coupon okay, and he took the jeopardy out of it you know as soon as he said the first name you'd for know. example let me give you uh, I'm going to give you an example now this is from uh, an old result so you'd get the idea he'd uh, say um, Crystal Palace for Hull City Nell Exactly. There it is, Because yes. the sense is, Palace has gone for <laughs> Hull city, yeah, there's nothing no bad about it. Oh dear. There was nothing in what that a shame, them, was there? But somebody would get a shot. There's chips for tea, if there, there's no pudding. If there was a shock, you'd say, Sunderland, nil, Swansea City. Two. Well done. There we are. So you've got <laughs> that two got absolutely Spot right. Spot on, yeah, because lovely. The the, the inference yeah, was, yeah that there was going to be a shock in the yeah, second love result. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the key of the James Alexander game is you, you read them differently. Oh. And it's your job now, Charlie, to try and guess these results from May 2017. all oh, right, OK. So here we go. Oh, a lovely bit of music, it, Just the rhythm, innit? Here we go. Get, getting in the car, I'm freezing. Remember, I'm trying to catch you out yeah, here, Charlie. Gonna... You're going to have to go against you okay, you're reading in my Play okay. along at home, kids. OK, here we go. Arsenal 3, Everton 3. No, of course not. If that's what Everton. you're supposed to say. Three. Yeah, that, but that's the whole what, point. What do you want me to do? Say a different score. Well, what? yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to catch you out, Jim. Oh, I, I didn't realize you you're trying to catch me He out. hasn't got the hang of this. So what so have I got to say? I've got to say... what? what I, yeah, the James Alexander... Otherwise, you're just doing what we were doing before. Uh, uh, okay. This is why I do... So I'm saying a different score. Yeah, You're keeping up with me, aren't you, listeners? <laughs> it's just him. For for a change, it's just him. Okay, we okay. got that one wrong. So get oh, the trying. Okay. I'm trying I'll to catch you out. Okay. Or am I? I mean, I may <laughs> just try. And yeah, okay. <laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, Burnley one, West Ham one. No, it's two. Oh, he oh. okay, so caught you out, didn't it? <laughs> Chelsea five, Sunderland nil one. Unfortunately, oh, it's not going very okay. well. Okay, yeah. Oh dear. Right. Hull City one, Tottenham Hotspur three seven. Uh, Unlucky it didn't work, it Quite out, good didn't, though. Yes. Okay. Leicester 1 Bournemouth 2 No 1 1 yeah, it's, oh. just, it's quite difficult this isn't it Yeah that's okay So <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool 3 Middlesbrough 1 a nil. So oh. uh, yeah you never going to get them right is it Never going to get them exactly am I Manchester United 2 Crystal Palace 2 No nil. Oh. Uh, you, I hope you're shouting these out <laughs> Southampton 1 Stoke City 1 uh, no, uh, I, say, I, should, I, I said Southampton one. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 I meant to yeah, say Southampton g- nil. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm getting them wrong. Maybe this is why they got rid of it. <laughs> Swansea City two, West Bromwich Albion three, no one. Oh, and dear. finally, Watford nil. Not very good at this game. Manchester City <laughs> worse than Buddy's pick. Um, Watford nil. Manchester City. Nil. Fine. Five. There An it is. Disaster, Charlie. A, I was bad at it, Paul. Worse than bad. I think the best one was the best when you gave me the right answer. Which is n- <laughs> one. Got, got it. Off. Got it. Dusted spot off on. the James Alexander Gordon game. Well,
1: Probably for the last time. I wasn't very good at it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
0: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile.
1: The Hawksby and Jacob's Daily Podcast.
2: Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Charlie baby Baker here, baby here baby on Talks. Sport. On the subject of Alistair Maximum giving his watch away in error, potentially. Mm. We don't think he did. Steve's safe. friend of mine has uh, started dating a girl and in the first uh, Christmas he visited her house to meet her family. During a quiet moment, he went in the kitchen... To, her to get an opinion on a ring him and his brothers had bought their mum and before he could get his words out he took the ring out of the box and she shouted yes oh, no. and then ran into the living room to say he'd propose oh dear 25 years ago they're still happily married oh, Very from, nice. thanks Chris yeah oh okay yes I think it, I'm not sure that one's. Yeah, it's probably not his real surname. All oh, right, okay. Um, we're going to have a chat with Steve McMahon a bit later on. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, one of my childhood heroes, Steve McMahon. Yeah, we're going good to chat with that. him.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby. Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Well, uh, Connor Cody has left the Wolves and gone to Everton. He's a former. Liverpool uh, Academy graduate. He's a mm. big red. Of yeah. course, he's he's never shied away from letting people know that, but he'll be wearing the blue shirt of Everton. You know, people crossed the divide over the years. and um, I think it's a very good signing for Everton. Yeah, so do I. I think it's Him a good signing sign yeah, right for yeah. Everton. Um, but uh, we're going to chat to someone now who did just that. I think a, a boyhood Evertonian was a ball boy at the club, played for the club, captained uh, the club, uh, and then after a, a stint of Villa, went to Liverpool. He's an Anfield Kenny's legend, though, his I first say, signing. Yeah. Steve McMahon joins us. Hi, Steve.
8: Good afternoon, boys. Yeah, Good afternoon, well,
2: Steve. I mean, it's, do you get reminded? I suppose you get reminded of if you have a bad game. As long as you don't have too many bad games, no one ever reminds you that you play for the other side, do they?
8: Well, you talk about players play. Yeah, I mean, Connor, with respect, hasn't really played for Liverpool.
2: No, no. He's been and, at the and club like and he supports like the it? club, yeah.
8: Well, yeah, I mean, lots of people support and, hmm. and, and never play. Like Dave Watson is another one, you know, that, that actually didn't actually play for, uh, for Liverpool, but played for Everton. Hmm. So it's not as uh, as drastic as what people think he's jumping chip. You know, it's a fantastic move for him. Hmm. I'm just amazed that Wolves are letting him go. Hmm. I really am I, on a year's contract because... I actually think Wolves and Everton will be in a similar position coming into the season. I think the two teams will be vying for, I mean, safety, really. Yeah. It's interesting. A lot of the
2: Wolves fans, I know some were phoning Jim White earlier on, and I've, I've read a few things online. The, the consensus seems to be they love Connor Cody for what he's brought to the club, and he's been a great player for them. But, you know, there is a feeling that maybe this was the right time for him. To move on from their point of view, I mean we'll, we'll find out that you know maybe they're going to be playing four at the back a bit more. Um, so it'll be interesting the way that Everton play because he's he's very comfortable in, in a three. Steve isn't
8: he? Oh, he's, he's comfortable, yeah, of course, because he can go and attack it and don't worry about the space behind him. But nevertheless, I I just think um, Everton have got the best deal out of it. I, I don't think whether people say oh it's the right time for him it's not about him it's about the club and if the club are doing it for his personal reasons then that's different if Connor Coney Cody has gone I want to go to so Everton that's end of story mm. well it doesn't seem to be the case
2: no it's going to be interesting I mean it's, look it was a, a tough start for Everton the other day and uh, certainly picking up the Ben Godfrey injury how do you feel about the season ahead for them sort of signings like this won't hurt and Anana's coming today the midfielder from Leal as well That that's done and Frank feels very good about him thinks it can be a player's a six or an eight and gives them options in midfield
8: yeah and Theresa, Theresa Gay is, is due back as well mm. so, so that helps them um, before these signings I, I was fearful Everton would be exactly in the same position, if not worse than last season. Hmm. But these three or four signs, uh, and Tarkovsky, uh, uh, along with Cody, I think that they, they're going to be good for the Premier. They're good for Everton anyway. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering where they're going to score goals from. That's that's my only issue with Everton. But I think Connor Cody is a great signing, um, along with Tarkovsky.
2: Yeah, you're right about up front. That's the that's the next thing. They're trying to pick yeah. up, uh, you know, some options. I mean, Rondon's still there, but he's not going to get you enough goals. And yeah. Calvert Lewin's out for a while, and Richarlison's gone. So, you'd like to think they'll do a bit of business up front. Do you think the, the centre back p- partnership for England is is up for grabs, Steve?
8: Yes, it is. Uh, I, you know, on, on a personal point of view, I don't think Conor Cody is is a beckham bar, and he has many choices to. He's a defender, and he just what, what what defenders do is just cleans his lines and and keeps it simple. But um, yeah, he, he's thinking well, if I'm not going to play for wars, mm. I'm in the England squad. Mm. I need to play, and I need to be consistent in, in my job. And if Southgate likes him, then that's what he's thinking about the future. He's a Scouser, although he says he's Liverpool supporter. Fine, there's all been loads of Liverpool supporters, non-supporters, vice versa. He has an opportunity to go back to to the city, to his family, to all his friends. Mm -hmm. It's a magnificent move for him,
2: 100%. Yeah. Are you feeling positive about Liverpool, Steve, out of the season, the business
8: they've done? Ah, you you know what? You look at the charity shield, or the community shield, and and Liverpool were fantastic. And then City lost the uh, community shield last year, and then went on to produce uh, a fantastic season. Mm. The community shield doesn't make a season. And then when you look at the Fulham game, it was like, oh wow, it was like chalk and cheese. Mm. And then you look at Man City against West Ham, who were, who were amazing. They were absolutely they were fantastic. So City did seem to beat Liverpool. Will be there or thereabouts because they've got a great squad now.
2: Now uh, you've you've been working out in the, the far east, haven't you? Doing sort of uh, TV for for many years, but you're back now, and I I read that uh, you've gone into the restaurant business.
8: Oh, you know what? I'm just I'm very very impulsive as a, as a person. <laughs> uh, I only went out for a meal. We went this restaurant that we used to go to in Southport uh, many years ago, and because we lived in Asia for sixteen years, we came back. And we went for a meal in the same restaurant, and lo and behold, the guy we known for a long time was willing to sell. Wow! So I got him in a headlock, <laughs> uh, and uh, he, he sold. So there you go. No experience, no nothing. Wow! And we just. Just went headfirst into it, and it's it's doing actually very very well. Good. I mean, it sounds like well, it sounds
2: like a sort of Gordon Ramsay documentary. You yeah, went yeah. out for a meal, and you bought a restaurant, and you've no experience <laughs> at restaurants. It's it's a bold thing, but I suppose because you liked it, I'm sure a lot of people in in Southport liked it as well. So uh, hopefully, it's got a good sort of firm base of uh, regulars.
8: Absolutely. I mean there's loads of regulars and there's lots of the, the ex players come in and stuff so it's great and the food is they dare say it is excellent. I don't I don't work there obviously. <laughs> uh, that would spoil it. Um, but a similar thing happened when we went to Spain many years ago. We went to the market to get a Saturday morning and, and bought and bought a place because the guy we knew uh, we sell them something. Right. So, yeah. Same thing. Very. In, I, I'm just impulsive. Yeah. Whatever to do it's, Yeah. Come on,
2: let's do it. Uh, people's eyes light up when you walk right. in now, Steve. I mean, that's unbelievable, isn't yeah, it? Honestly, nice, <laughs> so, um, yeah,
8: honestly, you could sell me anything you like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw um, Sars' goal last night for for Watford. You scored some crackers from outside the box for Liverpool. I, I seem to remember. Did you ever score from the halfway line, Steve? Uh,
8: no chance. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. But what a goal! Absolutely, yeah. uh, they're one in a million type of goals,
2: aren't it? Yeah, it is. did. Uh, I, I see the the player who got the assist managed manage to get his name. I are mean, you you're not claiming an assist for that? Are you? <laughs> Little scuffed, <laughs> just ball just Instead loops of, in the air. Well, and brings we it never down.
8: had, we never had assist down. I, I, God knows how many how many assists I'd have yeah. been down yeah. for. But, um, you know, it's it's one of them. But yeah, yeah it's a wonder goal. But it's not. He'll be remembered for missing a penalty, not not a wonder yeah, goal. Yeah. Sure.
2: yeah. Well, look, good luck in the restaurant business, Steve. Lovely to talk to you again. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Good, good luck. Cheers. Cheers, Steve McMahon there, Auberge. Oh, oh, yeah, just walks in, uh, buys the place. Steve's Paul. restaurant in um, in Southport, if you like, to go along and have a meal, support yeah, nice. a new business venture. It's quite impulsive. They go for a meal. Yeah. He must have been back, there have a while. Him... I can't imagine. He's yeah. no, just he that. said he's, he's not go... Go... gone in with a wad of cash and gone. No, I don't know. Out... It's not like that. I wouldn't think so. Why are you, you it, saying it's, saying it's like, like that? He's made enough. Why are you saying that, Paul? Why are you saying that? So have you ever. It's earlier when you said you hate England. I can't believe that. I didn't quite say that, Charlie. (laughs) I think you'll find. Um, So, have you ever had a meal with a football uh, football well i only i've had a meal with the complete talk united team at one point which was is you, very why was that very nice. i was at a sp- i sponsor a player and we were at a sponsors do so that okay, was exciting yeah, yeah. what did you so eat with always them? nice uh, A Chicken. chili a chili a chili a chili is that it's not i mean it's quite a messy thing to eat and it? it is a bit you, you know, drop it all down bread. your shirt oh, oh, you? i will have done 100%, yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent yeah yellow I mean? tie on yellow, you, pull, you must have been to some tie. footballers dinners I've been a few dinners i'm more interested i'm more interested in the chinese with paul stewart once here we go he was struggling with the chopsticks managed to fire a prawn ball across the restaurant. Fantastic. <laughs> right in the top corner, it was. Oh, lovely, yeah. yeah. I bet it was. Can I have a fork, please? I think was the next one. <laughs> oh, was I wasn't it, yeah. much better. It was a long no. time ago. No, there we are. When well, he just well, went to Spurs. I'm interested if people have ever because we were talking about football with nutrition. Have you dined with the on. stars? Have you, have, you, have you? had a meal what, with a footballer? What, what did you have? Preferably in a in a in a restaurant in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where. Have you eaten do- with a footballer? Be a hot dog off of a stall. Exactly. Have you eaten with a footballer? And what then. did you have? Yeah, we'll, we'll take calls as well. We football. We tell us, yeah. can tell us in person. The
1: Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Steve McManaman's just told us that he, impulsively he's bought a restaurant yes. in Southport yeah. and uh, he's, he's not going to be working there. I'm mean, sure we'll go in there and eat now and again and we- make sure that food's up it'd the scratter too each you think you'd be like in there. <laughs> you think yeah, out the back <laughs> out the back of the Lady in the tramp. I doubt it. <laughs> He'll be are. front of house. Um but anyway, Richard in Slough's been in touch. Hi, Richard.
7: Hello, man. how are you? Yes yeah, you've good, dined thanks. with
2: the stars, haven't you Richard?
7: Well technically not dine with them. It okay. was while I was uh I was working with uh working at uh, the hotel for Euro ninety six and right. uh and I made Paul Ince's breakfast because he wanted his Wheatabix with hot milk, and he, ma- he made me eat it because uh, it wasn't hot enough for him. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> he made you eat it? I ate his breakfast, yeah, because he, he, he didn't think I believed him that it wasn't hot enough. OK. But,
2: uh, How many Weetabix so said, did Paul uh, Ince yeah. have? He looks like the governor. I didn't imagine he was... Was he, a, was he a three Weetabix man, Paul three, Ince? Three, three, yeah, three, three Weetabix. Any yeah. sugar? With, 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 with hot milk. Hot milk. Um, I know. I let, I let I let him do the
7: sugar, but
2: uh, obviously, mm. obviously, called me over and uh, yeah, made me eat it. Really hot milk. He wanted not exactly. just hot milk. How did you heat the milk? Yeah. What was your technique? A uh, uh, microwave, I think. Back yeah, in the course. day. Would you expect yeah. him to do Nice, it? nice get little a, milk. Get pan? a cow, very warm. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was we'll really nice. Mic- li- can get a nice little milk pan. he <laughs> could do. Yeah, he had done it boiling over though. Was, so, um, I mean, was it cold, Richard? Looking, was was Ince right? Was it was it a bit tepid?
7: It probably was tepid. Actually, yeah. looking
2: back on you the, can't the, send Paul Ince out to play with a burnt tongue, though, can you? What have <laughs> they done that? Well, they would spent the morning a and e. Exactly. Maybe. Imagine what <laughs> Terry would have said then. I can't remember what sort of a tournament Ince had at Euro '96. Did he? Was he? Was he on? He was on and off, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Maybe it was the a Maybe it was I the temperature be. of the milk. It could be Richard. Thank Your you fault, very Richard, much, Richard. We didn't win. Where should we go next? Oh, We've got Yvonne, Yvonne the Liverpool fan. Hello, Bob. Yvonne. We're powered by Hello, fans. Yeah, you've dined with the stars, Yvonne.
7: Oh, yes, um, Roger Kenyon. Oh,
2: yeah, fine player.
7: Um, oh, hilarious. Um, he was um, a civil enforcement officer, so for for most people, they, he'd identify as a traffic warden. Okay. And, um, <laughs> he, he was hilarious. We used to, We used to eat lunch with him practically every day and listen to all his hilarious
2: stories. I mean, it's, it's, he's the Conor Cody of his generation. Is he? That's, I, mean, I I don't know. It was Roger that, Kenyon, was Roger it? Roger played for Everton. Yeah. Okay, lovely. Yeah. The, yeah. the idea that Everton centre half would go off and uh, and become a traffic warden. I mean, yeah. Conor Cody's not going to be a traffic warden, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you, What were you James doing, Sarkovsky's Yvonne? not going to be sticking a ticket on your windscreen. Is he? Why were you having lunch with him?
4: Well, because we work
7: together. Okay. So, um... And the first time I met him, mm. somebody introduced me, because he already worked there, when I came along. And um, they said, this is Roger Kenyon, and I uh, ex-Everton. And I, I shook his hand and I said, sorry, sorry, Roger, but we're Liverpool fans, so I I'm the clue who you are. So
4: hilarious yeah. I remember him in my
2: youth I remember him he was that oh sort dear. of yeah he was a great I mean very good player you know yeah. in the early I remember in sort of early 70s he was there for years I think yeah. when he get, so when, when he gave someone a, a ticket did, would he walk up to the car and ask them to well, and turn around if, look at their look at their reg plate turn was, back would be tempting wouldn't it if, it, if you had like a Liverpool <laughs> I follow Liverpool sticker in yeah. the back <laughs> and he gives you a ticket and they're saying, Oh Kenyon, you've yeah. never changed, have you? You've never changed. <laughs> yeah, nice Brilliant. one. Thank you, Tim. Thanks very much. We're gonna and go to Stephen Steve, yeah, joins Steve. us. Hello Stephen, you dime with the stars, Stephen. Hello, Paul. How hmm. are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, Stephen. Yeah. So uh, what, what did you do? How did you happen to dime with okay. the stars? Okay, about 12, 15 years ago,
7: I was mm. in Rome with my lovely wife, Deborah, yeah. and we were eating at a restaurant called Da Bolognese, which is right by the Piazza di Popolo. Beautiful. Oh, right, so lovely. the restaurant has got inside and outside. So we're sitting outside, having some drinks, waiting for our meal to come, and walks by uh, Patrick Vieira with Marcel Desailly mm. and, their, and their wives. So he's looked at me. I've looked at him. I don't know who he is. I mean, I know who he is. He doesn't know me. I went, hi, Patrick, how are you? He went, hi, and just walked past. Went into the restaurant. About 15 minutes later, I said to my wife, I must go to the toilet. All oh, right, okay.
2: So <laughs> yeah. It's always important inside. to share in a marriage, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
7: Yep. Walked inside, sat down with them for mm. about an hour.
2: Wow, wow. Romantic.
7: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: What's the missus doing? She's just pushing her food around her plate at this I Did don't know you? what she was doing. She's thinking, you're, she's thinking you're in the toilet. She's checking out what she's eating. We had a lovely romantic <laughs> well, yeah, trip to Italy and he cleared off for an yeah, hour with Pat, uh, Marcel yeah, Dessay yeah. and Patrick Vieira. And Patrick Vieira. <laughs>
7: Talking everything about football, obviously, oh. I bored their wives to tears. Oh, lovely. Came yeah. back out and she said to me, Where have you been? I said, I've just went to the toilet. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: Hey. He's obviously bad, took the paper Goodness, with him. Me. Brilliant. Here Thank you. A lovely Cheers, romantic Stephen, tale lovely. there from Stephen. So, Here we are. still married. Deborah, a very understanding woman. There we are. Very uh, good. Clearly. Uh, Stephen uh, got in touch with Jamie again. He said, Because uh, we were talking about sports nutrition earlier on, oh, he yeah. was listening in. Uh his pre match meal was porridge, honey and raisins. That sounds about right. And banana. So lovely, that, yeah. So he was looking after himself then. Rushy, who had a thousand goals. Yeah. Uh, fillet steak yeah of course seven hour digest time but he, <laughs> seven hours to, but he never who's stopped wrong? him did he who's, who's wrong maybe Rushing that's true so there will be some strikers listening today in the Premier League thinking maybe i better have a fillet steak yeah. never mind the nutrition few of them anyway it
1: should, it should probably should the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast
3: give me just a little more time just a little
1: more time.
2: Charlie this <laughs> is the- this is the first single I ever bought, was it? When I was a kid. What a song this is! Marched down to the record shop and got yeah. me pocket money and bought this. Can you and do then, the? Brrr, just after this, I bought back home by the England squad. Oh, lovely! Yeah, Which do you prefer? Well, I think that this lasted the test of time. <laughs> this song, wasn't it? Once Cha- again, Chairman anti-England. Of the Once of the again, anti-England. Before yeah. we speak to Gareth A. Davis, Carl, the Manchester United fan, is dined with the stars. Hi, oh, hey, Carl. Hey, Carl.
4: How you doing? All right. Yeah. yeah good.
2: Okay. Tell us your story.
4: Well, I've got I've got a cafe in Leicester and um, I was just minding a business one day and then um, Paul Gascoigne walked in with yeah. a few of his mates. Yeah. Um, served in, sat down, thought nothing of it. Gazza, a bit starstruck, let him get on with it. As he walked out, he's leaned over to the, the crisps on the side, the packed up the snaps crisps, and he's gone. He's just shouted, snap, and popped the crisps. Oh. <laughs> all, all over the place. I thought, I'll let him off. It's Gazza. Hmm. He let him off. And then from then on, he came in throughout that, like, because he lived in Leicester for a little bit, I think. And he would just come in and it would be like a pantomime of like <laughs> his, his friends undoing his salt and pepper and he went out on the phone and come back in all over his scrambled egg. Oh. And then one day he came on his own and I was not busy. I sat down and talked talk to him and it was just amazing just to hear the stories of how, how much a nightmare Anfield was to go and play out. Just little things like that. just amazing yeah. experience. Did he always Being pop your back. crisps, did he, yeah, yeah. Carl? Was
2: that a regular? Did he always pop at least a bag as he left?
4: Yeah, <laughs> well, he he stopped doing it. He did other things like he took a paper off someone once, said, oh, you don't want to read that rubbish. <laughs> he took it off him, walked out, and, and the bloke didn't even know who he was. I went, oh, it's Paul Gascoigne, don't worry about it. You Fantastic. get a free
2: pass when you gather. Yeah. Also, if you're a professional...
4: Mm. He seemed to. I think you just left him off because he's, he's such a nice character. He, yeah. really, he really was. must have lived his life like that. Yeah,
2: I mean, as, as a professional footballer and a bit of a prankster, you must live your life constantly on edge. Yeah. yeah. Everything <laughs> you pick up, you eat, the salt and pepper's going to go... It like, mate, just... like being a jackass 24-7. Yeah, that's you know it. It I would know. be <laughs> difficult. Nice one, Carl. Thank you very much. Cheers, Carl. The Hawksby and
1: Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: There we are. That was this Lovely show. Uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow, myself and Andy. Yeah, um, you're back on Thursday, Thursday, Charlie. I am indeed. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Birthday spread. Promise. Try and make it one out of four. Okay, well, you do your best. That's all you can do. That's <laughs> all uh, I can do. That's uh, that's Keep all coming up. Do hope you can join us tomorrow from one. If not, podcast available around four o'clock.
1: You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport.
0: Here's a cool fact.